essentially when nurses don't take care of themselves, then, you know, they're not at their peak performance to care for other people. So it just, you know, goes around full circle, so to speak. As some of you may or may not know, last year, Compass One Healthcare formed a new partnership with the American Nurses Association, which happens to be the largest and most prestigious nursing organization in the world with over 4 million registered nurses. And today, on a special Black History Month edition of Compass One Connections, we have the privilege of being joined by the president of the ANA, Dr. Ernest Grant. Dr. Grant has more than 30 years of nursing experience. He is internationally acclaimed for his work, plus he is a groundbreaking leader, and the accolades folks could just go on and on and on. Dr. Grant, thank you so much for joining us today on Compass One Connections. Thank you for having me, Tommy. I'm glad to be here. Of course. So let's talk a little bit about your career. How did you originally get into nursing, Ernest? Well, I originally got into nursing um, by way of wanting to actually go to med school, and then I wanted to be an uh, anesthesiologist, and my high school guidance counselor suggested that I try nursing since I came from a very poor family, and uh, you know, I'm the youngest of seven kids, and there was probably not going to be a, a way that I would be able to afford medical school. So my high school guidance counselor suggested nursing and that I could work my way through med school as a nurse. So uh, we went that route. And about six months into my nursing program, I forgot all about medical school. I realized that nursing was my calling. How about that? So as a young man, when you hear something like that too, I mean, let's face it, the nursing field is dominated by females and there's not a lot of males and not a lot of African-American males in the field. So how was that for you when you first got into it? Well, I was was definitely a rarity. You know, this was back in the uh, the mid 70s. And at that time, men in nursing probably represented about 4% wow. of the uh, total nurses practicing in the United States. And to be um, African-American male in that profession, it was probably less than uh, a half of a percent <laughs> at that right. uh, particular time. So I definitely stood out um, in a way, but it all worked out for the good. So, uh, you know, the numbers have come up tremendously and, you know, hopefully perhaps we'll have the opportunity to talk a little bit more about that later. On. Yes, we will, for sure. So let's continue with your career. You get into nursing, you know what you're calling, and I was very impressed that you were received the Nurse of the Year honor from President Bush, because evidently you went to up to New York after 9-11 and did some volunteer work. Is that correct? Yes. Myself and two other nurse colleagues from uh, UNC answered a call that, you know, when 9-11 happened, you know, everyone, it's one of those uh, situations where everybody can remember where they are, where they were, sure, and what they were doing sure. when they heard or, or witnessed that. So there was a call that was sent out by the American Burn Association asking for nurses to volunteer to come up and and help. It was okay. We, we persevered. And uh, you know, again, as I said, uh, we were all just very proud that we were able to offer the skill sets that we had uh, at a much needed time. Yeah, no doubt. Just to help out in any way like that is, is incredible. So let's fast forward a little bit from that to where we are now today. Being that we are celebrating Black History Month here in February, you being the first Black male president, as we've talked about, what is that? Just talk to me how that makes you feel, the pride you feel, and also the weight you feel you might carry for for setting the stage for future black male nurses and also taking leadership roles like yourself. 
let me say that my being in this position uh, when I was elected, history was actually made because I'm uh, I am the first male president of the American Nurses Association. See, and I said uh, earlier you were groundbreaking. See, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we we broke the glass ceiling. That's right. Uh, when I was elected, the ANA was 122 years old and had never had a male president, and had previously only had two African American presidents. So uh, the first one being elected, I think, in 1974 and the second one in 1990. So, yeah, it was <laughs> it's past time uh, for, for that to happen. But also, I, I see myself in this particular role as um, perhaps being a, a trailblazer for not only men, but other minorities. Yeah, I feel humbled and proud to be able to uh, advocate on behalf of the 4.3 million registered nurses uh, across the country in every way that I can. And and, you know, one of the things I like to do is to listen to to their concerns and try to see what we can do from either a policy perspective, you know, talking with members of Congress you know, to address health care issues, you know, health disparities, health inequities and et cetera, so that we can move not only nursing, but health care itself forward so that we can have a much more healthier nation and a healthier group of individuals. So let's talk a little bit, uh, Ernest, about the opportunity to partner with Compass One Healthcare and what that means for the nurses, for your organization, and especially how it relates to the Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation uh, initiative. I know that's a big, big thing these days, especially with what we got going on right now with COVID and the stress that that's got to be implementing on all the nurses across the country. But let's talk first about the partnership with Compass One Healthcare and what that means to you guys. Well, uh, thank you for that opportunity to do that because we are extremely uh, grateful for this opportunity to have a collaborative partnership between Compass One and our association, and then particularly the program that we have that's called Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation. Compass One has sponsored several challenges. Uh, in March, there was the Healthy Recipe Toolbox, and the goal of that was to help nurses sustain healthy nutrition. People don't realize the role that nutrition plays and helping to maintain health and also keeping us alert and being able to uh, to function and do the things that we need to do. So uh, that uh, uh, healthy recipe toolbox, I think we had a little over 4,500 members to sign up for that challenge. Awesome. And it actually, looking back, was one of our most popular challenge that we had. And then I think this past June, we just had the uh, meditate and recalibrate uh, your your best sleep yet. And again, this is uh, extremely important, particularly for nurses who are on the front line right now during the COVID crisis, because one of the things that we're hearing from uh, nurses who are out there is that they are having trouble sleeping. They are showing signs of essentially post-traumatic stress sure. and uh, getting plenty of rest and and good rest, not just Sleeping, but really good solid sleep is extremely uh, important in order for them to go back and do the jobs that uh, they need to do in such a stressful situation. Yeah. You know, essentially, when nurses don't take care of themselves, then you know they're not at their peak performance to care for other people. So it just you know goes around full circle, so to speak. Dr. Grant, we know COVID right now is is all around the country. The hospitals are capacity a lot of places. Speak on that, if you will, just for a little bit, what you see from your point of view with COVID, where we are now, the vaccine rolling out, and just in the state of the nursing organizations from top to bottom, what do you see where we are? Well, what I see is nurses doing what nurses do best, which is to rise to meet the challenge no matter what. And I'm very, very proud 
and honored to uh, to call myself a nurse, but uh, also proud of the um, you know the, the nurses that are out there, uh, particularly on the forefront, who are meeting this challenge day in and day out. Even though it is having quite an emotional um, and physical drain on them, uh, they continue to uh, to do. Uh, what it is that we as nurses do, which is, uh, uh, you know, answer the call. No doubt. You have to be a very special person to be a nurse, don't you, Dr. Grant? You really do. Obviously, you don't go in for the money. I can definitely tell you that. You go in because you you have a love for mankind. You want to be able to uh, to make a difference. And you know, when I practice at the bedside, and and even to this very day, uh, I feel good about uh, you know the the job that I have done on a daily basis. When I know that I can go home and and just say to myself, no matter how tired I am, I made a difference today. And I think that's the one thing that um, you know allows me to sleep comfortably at night and then get up early in the morning and you know and go back to work and I'm sure that uh, a lot of my colleagues that are out there feel the exact same way. What kind of role do Compass One services such as food and nutrition, their EVS which is environmental services, the patient transportation how do what kind of role do you see their the Compass One services helping with the uh, care and healing of patients in the hospital? Well, there was a, an article that was published in our March journal uh, called The American Nurse that was talking about food trends. A lot of the information for that particular article was provided by Compass One. And again, it serves as a reminder for nurses in their need to, to make sure that they are taking their nutrition seriously and they're eating a well-balanced diet and um, you know getting, obviously, the proper exercise and things of, of, of that sort. And then I also am aware that Compass One is also piloting some food delivery systems, uh, particularly for for nurses as well, which is a a really great thing because uh, obviously you can imagine after working 12 hours or maybe sometimes 16 hours, you really don't want to, you know, feel like coming home and cooking a a full meal or you know that uh, fast foods is is not the way to go and et cetera. So, you know, having a food delivery system, you know, would be absolutely perfect for them, something that they could uh, grab that's ready to go or just uh, heat up. Uh, They still know that it's a good, nutritious and well-balanced meal. So we're really grateful that uh, Compass One is piloting that. And I hope that the uh, the pilot goes well enough that uh, they will embrace it. Yeah, for sure. Compass One, as I guess, is including journey mapping with nurses with the goal of understanding the peaks and valleys that nurses encounter during a typical shift, which I'm sure are, are quite volatile. Can you talk about the findings of such a study that would be helpful in your organization and with the nurses in general? You kind of alluded to it, but could you expand on it a little bit? Yes. Well, the uh, nurse journey mapping, we did sort of put that on hold due to the COVID epidemic, but uh, uh, but we are reaching out to some hospitals and, you know, doing some pilots uh, with that. Uh, obviously, the goal is to uh, zero in on the pain points that nurses experience throughout the day. Uh, so Compass One services can uh, provide some relief or solutions from that after they begin to, uh, to you know, to, to notice these pain points and can make some suggestions. It's caring for your your colleague so that your colleague can care for their patients. Because obviously, if your colleague is tired and fatigued, then you sort of see that domino effect, you know, with the rest of the healthcare team. So we've got to uh, function as a well-oiled machine. And part of that is to check in on one another and make sure that everyone is doing, you know, is doing well. Yeah. The marriage between the ANA and Compass One Healthcare just seems like a complete win-win for both sides, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. 
Good stuff. Where do you see the future of nursing? I mean, obviously everything is progressing. Technology is progressing. Nursing, I'm sure, is progressing. Where do you see the future of nursing? Nursing has always been, for what, 18, 20 years or so in a row, we have been voted by the public through a Gallup poll as the most trusted profession. And I think now, nowhere than this year, with the pandemic coming, it really put the profession on display. Uh, I think the public really began to really understand and appreciate what it is that nurses do and risks that, that we take. So where I see the future of nursing going is that we need to grow our voice and have a, a bigger voice regarding health and health care. We need to be at the table where decisions are made uh, regarding uh, you know health and health care. And obviously, we need to Think about blending of innovations and technology that will enable us to work smarter, not harder. And, um, you know, obviously for nurses who are what we call advanced practice nurses, like nurse practitioners or nurse uh, specialists or, or whatever, we all need to be able to function to our full capacity of our licensure or our education. Or another big concern that I have obviously is uh, the fact that we need more nurses. Before COVID came along, it was an estimation that there was going to be a shortage of about uh, one and a half to two million nurses. So, uh, you know, this is over the next, uh, you know, 10 year period because, you know, the average age of the nurse at the bedside right now is about 56 years of age. So we've got to uh, continue to, uh, to grow that. And healthcare is moving from the hospital to the home care setting. That's right. So we've got to have a huge investment in public health and, again, address those uh, health disparities and inequity issues as well so that we can have a, a healthier uh, nation. And it's nurses who are going to be at the center to help drive that. Well, I have no doubt with you leading the way, Ernest, that they will get to where they're supposed to be. It's been an honor having you on the show today and being able to talk to you. But before I let you go, mm-hmm. and before we wrap up, I'm going to put you on the Compass One Connections hot seat. (laughs) I heard about that. You heard about this. See, I like that. I like that. So we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, Ernest, and I'm going to ask you some questions just to kind of get to know Dr. Ernest Grant a little better, and we'll have a little fun. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. We're going to start the clock right now. First question for you, what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal actually is macaroni and cheese and fried chicken, homemade. All the way around. Okay. If you could vacation anywhere in the world, where would it be? I would go back to uh, Sydney, Australia. I was uh, was there, um, you know, several years ago, and I thought I was in paradise. Did you play sports in high school? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, played basketball my uh, sophomore year, and unfortunately hurt my knee. And actually, uh, uh, Roy Williams was my uh, high school basketball coach at that time. So. Oh, about that. How about that? Yeah. Would you rather read a good book or watch a good movie? Uh, watch a good movie. One talent that most people would not know about you. I play the piano and organ. First car you ever owned. That was a 1969 O's Cutlass 442. Nice. And that is the final question. I will ask you one more final, final question. What's your favorite Mm -hmm. sports team? Oh, of course, UNC basketball. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, I'm an NC State guy, so I knew you were going to jab me there with that one. Ernest, I'll tell you what, it's been a pleasure having you on Compass One Connections today. I know everybody at the A&A is just thrilled to have you leading the way, and I think that the future is very bright for all the nurses around the country with you at the helm. 
Well, thank you, Tommy. It was an honor to, to be here. And again, we want to thank all the folks there at Compass One for, for their uh, support of uh, what we're doing here at the ANA as well. And as I stated, I think this is a wonderful collaboration partnership that we have going and looking forward to it lasting for quite a long time. As are we, Ernest. As are we. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this special installment of Compass One Connections. As always, be sure to rate us on the app you're using to listen. And don't forget to check out all the other episodes in our library. I'm Tommy Kane. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.